0: Pew, 107.5 Good morning, evening, or afternoon, everyone. I am your host, Vigo Sarmago, from the writing team.
1: And I'm S. Cuenca, another member of the writing team. And I'm Alisa, one of the final
2: members of the writing team. If you do not remember from the first episode, where we discussed, uh, well, not discussed, where we introduced ourselves, and discuss what our advocacy was, such as our uh, team, our group, what we fight for. And what is even the backstory of our name, Advocados. So for this episode, what are we going to do this time, Vigo? Alright, for
0: episode two, we are going to focus on the Lumad's cultural heritage. Um, this will This conversation will be split into two main parts. First will be the significance of cultural heritage in our country. And second, the issue of cultural decay in the Philippines. So, to start off, let us begin with the significance of cult, uh, of cultural heritage uh, for our country.
1: Well, for me, our cultural heritage is what sets us apart from other places, and it's what makes us unique. It's basically what forms our identity as Filipinos. And that's very much what helps us value it, because it's very colorful and it defines our culture. Another significance of
2: cultural heritage to a country is that it helps us understand the past generation, which brings the past and current generations together, giving us a sense of unity in the country.
0: Yes, uh, I would agree with what both of you said, and it will also help us strengthen our roots, you know, because we know, uh, because if we know this, we know where we came from. Uh, Apart from that, the Lumad's culture is very diverse. They have so many uh, dances, rituals that they do, and maybe arguably the most, impor- most importantly, they have a lot of languages that uh, they speak that we should all preserve in order to keep our identity safe, You know, not washed, to keep our identity very colorful and vibrant and to make us stand out amongst the crowds of many other countries. Alright, right, this is where we segue to our second topic, which is the issue of cultural decay in the Philippines. First, we'll talk about how globalization affects this.
1: In our day and age, a lot of indigenous tribes are forced to lose their ancestral homes due to the industri- industrialization of their land in the name of economic development. Though many may see this as a positive thing for the economy, it's a very significant cause of cultural decay in the Philippines. I completely agree with S. Uh, we have seen the
2: oppression that the, that the Lumads have been experiencing in the past few years. And another reason of cultural decay is that a lot of us tend to give more importance to the cultures of other countries for the sake of keeping up with the trends of modern society and it makes us end up forgetting our own and it just loses its meaning of importance.
0: Um yeah. Besides those, I think oh yeah, globalization is one of those things that kind of uh what do you call this destroys the makes the, us the, the diversity. Lose their yeah. Yeah. Because because we're actually just following other countries instead of ourselves, right? I mean,
1: it has its pros and cons, but I think I think we should find a balance between that.
0: And Preserving
1: our culture and keeping up with the world.
0: Yes, and I think in our day and age, we are sort of leaning away from our roots. Uh, right, guys? Yeah, it's
1: true,
2: it's true. I feel like it has to do with the has to do with mentality. the fact that we are easily starstruck by the foreign countries.
0: And how amazing also, they are. <laughs>
1: yeah, I, I don't know why. Especially since our history being colonized for, what, hundreds of years? For a majority you know. of
0: our past, yeah. I think, well, besides from all that, I think uh, the internet sort of enhanced um, the widespread of globalization, right? Because information from other places can be you know easier to find and it's easier to look for things now more than ever and would you guys agree with the notion that more people are just not interested in you know philippine things like in philippine products philippine culture so on and so forth
2: yeah um, uh actually, actually yes one of the things I've noticed, and we've discussed this in even Filipino classes, it's like the loss of, ah, uh, like caring for our own language, and we tend to prioritize English over other dialects and stuff.
1: I think it's because, as at a young age, we're taught that English is better because it helps us keep up more with the world. But yeah, and we the- just kind of grew up with that mindset. Right. That's at the cost of our identity as Filipinos.
0: Yeah, and it is a sad thing that not a lot of people still know about the Lumads, right? Yeah. Um, especially because of the problems they are facing right now, which is something we will tackle on later. But um, yeah. Uh, is that all you guys have for globalization?
2: Yeah, pretty yeah. much, I think so. All right. So are we done for today?
0: Oh no, we still and have I... a couple more.
2: Oh, okay. So oh. what are those things? All right.
0: So for the second, we are going to talk about the loss of their cultural land or their ancestral lands. Um, what do you guys think about this?
2: Well, I have stated about the oppression. So, well, they be- they're being driven away from their own properties is because of the rich lands. It's like the hunt for like more grounds to build more buildings as far as i remember away. you're being
1: driven away but with violence too sometimes uh, it's yeah, true
0: that is the sad part and it's all because the government wants to make more you money you right?
1: believe
2: the government is behind it too
0: yeah it is an awful thing that the government of your own country is against you and your well your very filipino culture right
1: that's one of the reasons you said that not not a lot of people know because a lot of people are very biased when it comes to the government
2: ah, that too.
1: there's a lot of idol worship and they won't believe that their idols would do something like this
2: and their issue doesn't get reported that much on television or media right ah. i mean sure there are like even the articles there's not much sure there are organizations screaming for them but like where are the articles? I've only they're found labeled like the mm
1: Mhm. Yeah, that's when they're just trying to fight for the Lumads.
0: I think uh what do you call this? I'm going to go a bit off topic, but this sort of thing isn't only happening to Lumads. One I have a story when I was in my old school. We went to a place called Tungkong Mangga which was uh yeah, uh, it's it's where a farm is uh when we went there we saw a construction site uh, i think it was an mrt or something anyway the point is they are being driven out from their lands because the government wants to build there
2: i uh well i feel oh. like a lot of people wait isn't it isn't it kind of also the same with the situation of the people suffering in poverty how ah, they're yeah, being yes. driven away from their homes because yes. they're gonna build a condominium there. You have to get out, and the government never does provide a solution like a home for them to go to. So it's kind of unfair and kind of disappointing.
0: Yeah, in a sense, our world is becoming more pay-to-win, <laughs> or at least yeah, <laughs> it's harder to be poor now because you need to pay it and to not die. And, when i've interviewed uh, farmers
1: before even they admitted themselves that they don't feel like the government cares about them and it's like every man for himself out there
0: uh, not have you mention, seen
2: their response to covid um, <laughs> uh, you can't even get an ayuda or aid from the government uh,
0: all right but yeah those are some things about it some of the many things that the the loss of ancestral land so on and so forth that are that is a problem that we are currently facing right now all right for it's
2: something that people need to think about more
0: absolutely for our last topic in hand um do you think we are forced to ignore cultural origins to keep up with modern society
2: well yeah i have yeah. mentioned earlier uh, and part of global- globalization and how we uh, tend to give more importance to the cultures of others. What I meant meant by that is like, like colonization played a part on that. Is that the right word or colonial yes, mentality? Colonial mentality. Mm-hmm. Where we think that oh, this product it's it came from the U.S. It's gotta it's gotta be better. It's gotta be better. Uh, Especially you know? since a lot yeah. of the
1: products here are imported and not really f- from our own.
2: Yeah, I I remember uh, the brand right, worship. Marikina is like the capital of shoemaking, right? And mm-hmm. it's just sad that no one really buys the shoes here anymore if you think about it. And it's like some of the products are just displayed on like a shoe museum. And if you look at them, they're great, but like it's not something you'd see people would wear now because they're into True. Nikes
1: and stuff. It's not something people take much pride in. Mm-mm. To say that they bought their shoes from Marikina. yeah, compared to say they bought it from Nike, and like if even if you
2: wanted to buy it, it's like others will look down on you. The ones affected by the colonial mentalities, gonna like, oh my god, you bought that when this even if is so much look Exactly the same. Hmm. So that's where the force to ignore ignore cultural origins for me comes in. Oh so, yeah.
0: Uh, do you guys have? any other aspects of modern society that prevents us from going back to our roots um like i said before the internet is one big uh one big thing that stops us but is there anything else i mean
1: for probably, sure there's gotta um, be others but for now or education oh okay because even as kids we're taught we're taught using English primarily in schools, right? right? So we can't really help but internalize the thinking that English is better. It helps us learn more. But have we really tried learning in Filipino? Have we really tried it? Have we tried giving more value to it? And have we seen how it can affect us more positively? Expanding well, on still S- not getting left behind.
2: Expanding on S idea, it's also like, aside from making us think that English is better, it's like how... Even the work industry prioritizes it. You say uh, you have oh. call centers requiring English. You have school environments requiring English as well. Even our reports are supposed to be in English. You see, it's like already a part of the society until you grow up. So it's like and, you're forced. to say
1: you speak an indigenous an indigenous language, they don't really see that as useful in the workforce or in education because there's no real world appliance apparently yeah and the lack of like the lack of the lack of
2: attention that these beautiful languages uh don't don't get it kind of stops from being it's kind of stops us from being able to learn them as well in like school environments and it's really sad cuz even the simple uh filipino like tagalog if you read Jose Rizal's work it sounds beautiful right but you can't understand
1: anything yeah it's deep (laughs) a lot of students can't really understand a lot of the books we're supposed to read in high school
0: I think that's also why um, lumads aren't very well known here especially you know now like only a few uh, students may know about them and a lot are still unaware of the problems they face I think that can be a discussion for another episode. Um, we'll have to close this off. Very sorry for that. So this is where we say our goodbyes. Um, thank you for listening for, uh, in Episode 2, Cultural Heritage. Again, I am one of your hosts, Vigo Sarmago.
1: And I'm Est
2: Cuenca. And I'm Alisa Santos. And look forward to the next episode, Episode 3, Lumids, Exploring Their Culture. And yeah, so we'll see you next time. Bye, Bye. everyone. bye. Bye.